Be encouraged. Welcome to a podcast centered around being encouraged, being an encouragement to someone, and being encouraged, replacing fear with unwavering trust. I hope you are encouraged today by a message from Michelle Reynolds. No matter what phase you are in in life, you can be encouraged in Christ. Hi, you guys. Welcome back. I'm excited to come and record this podcast today. I'm kind of uh, in this weird place in my relationship with God to where I really didn't know what to share. So I had it on my heart to to record a podcast, and I've been praying and asking God, what is it that you want me to share with your people, you know, whoever's going to listen to this? Um, and I really couldn't hear from him. I really couldn't hear what it was that he wanted me to share. So I didn't I didn't record a podcast because I'm only going to share what it is that God lays on my heart that he wants other people to hear. There are certain things that God deals with in my personal life, or He, I guess I can't say personal life because it's not separate, but there are things that God deals with and do in my life that are for me that he has not released me to share with other people yet. And then there are things that God reveals to me that he's ready for me to share or to help that, that would help other people on their journey. So as I was praying and asking God, Hey, Lord, you know, I'm supposed to record a podcast on the first Thursday of every month, because that's, that's a guideline that I set for myself. You know, like, what is it that you want me to say? And I, I really didn't know until the last few days, he really just been pressing on my heart, freedom in Christ. So when I say that I've been in this weird place in my relationship with God, what I mean by that is I've, I've had the understanding. I've had the head knowledge that we have freedom in Christ because he died on the cross to, to step in our place, right? So in, if you are a Christian, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, the theological doctrine that we understand and believe is that we were sinful, we are sinful. Christ Jesus lived in a human flesh, in a humanly form, and was sinless, never sinned. He was righteous. And so him dying on the cross, his blood is what covers us because he is sinless, because he is perfect. He's the perfect sacrifice. And that blood, his blood of the perfect lamb is what God sees when God looks at us. So even though I am not perfect, Jesus is that bridge. He's that covering between me and God, which brought us into right relationship, which brought me and God into right relationship. Because when God looks at me, he looks at the righteousness of Jesus Christ and not at my sinful nature. And that's a lot of theological doctrine that we it would take a lot of diving into to really understand and explain. But Jesus is my righteousness. And along with that, I have freedom in him. I have freedom to become who God created me to be. And it took me a very long time up until now to really kind of understand that freedom. So in my relationship with God, I've been through different stages. And some of those stages included me trying to earn salvation, me trying to earn God's favor, 
And what I mean by that is, okay, once I became a believer in Jesus Christ, I knew that he died on the cross for my sin. I knew that he, his blood covers me. I knew all of those things, but I was not living in those truths. So I was still, I, I was allowing guilt and shame of my past to hold me captive, to, to burden me to the point to where I had to be good. I had to do good. I had to have this good Christian image because man, I'm, I'm so unworthy, right? I'm such this bad person. I'm so guilty of these many different sins that I've committed. So I was still trying to earn my salvation by doing good things, by reading my Bible, by seeking after God, by striving in my own humanness, in my own imperfections to be good enough to be worthy of salvation. And then I went from this place of trying to earn my salvation to trying to earn the favor and all the blessings that come along with being in right relationship with God. So this idea of I am unworthy of all that God has to offer, all that God freely gives his children. I am so unworthy of these things. I need to work hard enough. I need to do enough so that way I can be worthy of what it is that God has and what he promises his children. And so I struggle with that in my relationship with God because we can never do enough because it's a gift. Everything that God offers to us is a free gift And it's so hard for us to believe that sometimes because nothing in this earthly realm is free. Everything comes with a catch. Everything has a cost. Everything has a price. And so it's so hard for us to wrap our mind around the idea that we get all of these blessings. We have all of these gifts. We have all of this freedom and it doesn't cost us anything. Now, when I say it doesn't cost us anything, that doesn't mean that we don't have difficulty or we're not going to have struggles in our life. But what I mean is that there's nothing that we can do to earn those things. They are free gifts. God gives us the blessings of Abraham because he sees us as he sees Jesus Christ, his beloved. We are his beloved. And so now that I have this understanding and he's still teaching me, he's still showing me, I've been in this place of, I'm not doing enough. But then I have this peace and this freedom again to just be okay with being his child. To just be okay with receiving the good gifts that he has for me. Simply because he loves me. And that has been so hard for me because I really didn't understand love. I really didn't understand unconditional love. I really didn't understand not having to strive and to earn and to do in order to receive. So now that I'm in this place with God, it has been awesome to really just sit in his presence and not having to strive, not being burdened by what I think I should be doing or I'm not doing enough, but really to just sit in his presence and sit back and watch him do what it is that he's doing to really sit back and be obedient to where he's telling me to go and telling me to do. And then seeing him work in that, 
seeing him do all the work and me just participate with him and just being obedient to him. Several months ago, I did a study on the book of Galatians. And it's so true that we teach to learn. You know, if you are a parent, there's a, um, a terminology in the psychology world that says reparenting, right? So as you're teaching your children, as you're guiding your children, you're reteaching yourself all the things that you didn't learn from your parents, right? So all the things that your parents may have gotten wrong, you're having to reparent yourself at the same time that you're parenting your children. And I, that's so true even in biblical studies. As I prepare and teach someone else, I'm planting seeds in my own life of what it is that God is teaching me, what it is that he's showing me. And so several months ago, I did a study on... Uh, the book of Galatians, and I understood what it was then, but now I'm understanding even more because those seeds that were planted then are now starting to produce fruit in my life. So even though I was planting seeds in other people, God was also planting seeds in me that are now starting to grow and mature in my life. So I went back and I was reading in Galatians chapter 5, which in this chapter, Paul is addressing the concept of Christian freedom and the role of the Holy Spirit in the lives of believers. Um, he contrasts the freedom that comes through faith in Christ with the legalistic approach of seeking justification through us trying to be obedient to the law, through us trying to um, follow what the law teaches to the letter, to the T. Paul emphasizes the importance of walking in the spirit and living by love as opposed to the works of the flesh. So he's teaching in this chapter how just, just be okay with being loved by God. Continue to be obedient and to walk in the spirit with God and not trying to live up to these man-made rituals, routines, and traditions that we can never fully be obedient to, that we can never fully completely live up to. And so he's teaching all of this. And in that it's the famous, um, verses or verse that most people know, which talks about the fruit of the spirit. So one thing that I really took from this study when I was originally doing it was in that scripture, it does not say the fruits of the spirit, but it says the fruit, the singular, that one fruit, in our life, which is our relationship with Jesus Christ, that, that relationship, that fruit in our life produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are things that come from us being in that relationship with God, in that relationship with Jesus Christ. And Paul encourages believers to live in accordance with the spirit, right? So again, he's highlighting the transformative power of faith and the liberty it brings. That's, that's the whole point of Galatians chapter five. And so even though I had this understanding several months ago, like I say, now God is revealing it to me and producing the fruit of it in my life. And it's amazing the liberty that we have in him and that, that liberty does not give us permission to 
please the selfish, the selfish part of us, right? That flesh where, oh, because I have freedom in Christ, no matter what I do, he's going to forgive me so I can go out here and do whatever it is that I want. That's not what the scripture is teaching, but it's teaching us to, I can freely love someone and forgive someone because of the freedom that I've been given from Christ Jesus. So for example, there is someone who I felt wronged me in one of the worst possible ways. I felt like this person betrayed me in a way that I was justified in being angry with her. I was justified in disliking her. And it's funny to me how God will catch us by surprise, even when we're seeking him, even when we're pursuing him, he still catches me by surprise. So this, this young lady wronged me. And for two years, I had been saying, what would I do if I see her? And a part of me, my flesh wanted to be angry. My flesh felt justified in, if I see her, I'm a snatcher. You know, like I, I, I felt like I could hold my anger against her because of what she'd done to me. But I had been praying and asking God, you know, um, as, as we're going through this study in church, I've been praying and asking God about forgiveness and forgiving people and really just seeking him in those relationships that I felt like have been scorned or, um, hurt. I was hurt in some way. And really, I didn't know how I would react or what I would do. And yesterday came the day where I saw this young lady and I was walking through Walmart, pushing my baby, laughing and playing and just really in my own little world as I'm picking up certain things in the store. And she's in front of me. She had a back turned to me. And then as I was approaching her, she turned around and I realized who she was. And without any hesitation, I smiled at her and said, hello. And I walked away and kept going, not even thinking nothing about it. And after I did it, it caught me by surprise that I was so genuinely nice to her, that I was really okay with speaking to her. And it, it, it tickled me because I was like, well, Michelle, are, are you okay? Are you, are you losing your mind? You know, and, and really, as I was, as I continued to walk through the store, I battled between my spirit and my flesh because my flesh still wanted to be angry. My flesh still felt justified in being angry, but my spirit was, let that go. Why are you holding on to that? I had freedom from my anger. I had freedom from unforgiveness. I had freedom from bitterness and resentment. So when Paul teaches about the liberty and the freedoms that we have, it's not so much for us to be able to go and do whatever it is that we want, but God frees us of those things that try to hold us captive. He frees us from bondage. He's able to give us gentleness and self-control because my flesh my hood probably would have wasted and given away everything that God has given to me out of an act of anger, out of an act of revenge, out of an act of bitterness. But I, I'm free from those things. Now, I don't know what that process is going to look like. I'm sure that every day I'm going to have to probably forgive this young lady. 
every day the enemy tries to replay in my mind everything that has happened or occurred, I'm going to have to make a conscious decision, an intentional decision to say, I'm free from that. I've forgiven her from that, for that. I have freedom in Christ Jesus, and he has forgiven me of some things that were way worse. And, and, and I had to realize that as I was walking through the story yesterday, it was easy for me to forgive her because I've been freely forgiven. So I, I want to encourage you to walk by the Spirit. And as you walk by the Spirit, you will not gratify the desires of your flesh, but God will strengthen your spirit. He will give you freedom in him. And and because we live by the Spirit, we can walk with the Spirit. We can talk with the Spirit. And as we do, he gives us wisdom. He gives us understanding. He gives us freedom to be who he has created us to be. And, And when I tell you from lived experience, it is far better than anything that I can explain in words. So I ask you, I encourage you, to step out and walk in the spirit with God. Get this revelation that he has freely given to each and every one of us liberty in his spirit. That doesn't mean perfection, but that means that we are no longer striving to earn his grace, his favor, salvation, everything that he freely gives to each and every one of us who calls out to him for it. So I pray for you. And I just pray that God would dwell with you, that he would move from this idea in your head to a lived experience because it is a wonderful thing. It is something that we can never be able to fully express, but we can live it. And so I just encourage you to live it. All right. So again, I thank you for joining me. I pray that this encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with God. I encourage you that if you are here in Bunky to join us on the 22nd of February and every other Thursday after that for a Bible study at Be Encouraged Resale. Anybody is welcome. And I'm not the expert. I'm not the, the best theologian, but Jesus Christ is. And I do my best to sit in his presence and just ask him to dwell with us. That's it. That's all. I'm creating an environment for seeds to be planted, for God to water, to nurture, to weed, and to grow. So I encourage you to come and be a part of that with us. I love you. I'm so grateful that I'm able to do this, even if it's just for one. Even if it's just for one, I pray that you receive what it is that God has for you. All right, so that's it for me. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. We hope this message encourages you today. Please share and come back next week for another episode of Be Encouraged.